Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. Why don't you go ahead and get some bigger legs, you dummy? Don't come around here anymore. What, are you going to come and try to fight me? Can you run over here in those skinny legs? Are they going to break off like a horse? You smell like soup, girl. You're the soup girl. Yeah, soup girl. You look like a carrot chopped up in some soup. You fucking spend your days sitting with a bunch of chicken in a bucket of water? Huh? Well, well, what? Don't make fun of me. Uh, Don't you make fun of me. I'm an outcast. You smell like a pig dipped in shit, fatty. People make fun of you because you're a loser. You can't sit at my table. You must go outside and sit on the ground to eat your lunch because you're a goddamn outcast. And that's what today's Brighter Side is about. It's about being an outcast, not being allowed into society because you're fucking weird. I'm Ed Larson, and with me, as always, is my beautiful co-host, Amber Nelson. Thank you for calling me beautiful. It will never happen again. Oh, you're going to call me horrible after this. Yes, yes. And the big nose, curly-haired... Olive skin. Cena John is here. How you doing, buddy? I'm feeling really welcomed. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Get out of here. You outcast. <laughs> and to join us, we got a couple of real outcasts ourselves. We got our buddy Ross Parsons. How you doing, friend? Doing pretty well. Hell yeah. You sound like it. You sound you sound happier today than you did yesterday. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Now you're sad again. Oh. That's Ross right. sounds <laughs> like he sounds the same every day. I, just, I didn't even realize I was an outcast in the first place. <laughs> uh, no, I was worried about that. I thought you just wanted a really good optimist for this show. <laughs> and that's what we all are, and perhaps yeah. we've got the biggest outcast of them all. That's right. The Holdenator <laughs> himself, Holden McNeely. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holdenators, ho! Thank you to all my fans. They don't listen to this show. They might hear it. Yeah. <laughs> I know you can't see this, but Holden is wearing a moo-moo and bear socks on his feet. And I'm always scared. <laughs> <laughs> all right, today's episode is about outcasts. Hey, Ross Parsons, when did you feel like an outcast in your life? Name me an example. Uh, I mean, we all felt like outcasts at one point in our life. I mean, yeah. I was always like the weird kid in school. Like sometimes I would just like leave my extra hairs on people's stuff and uh, <laughs> on purpose. <laughs> yes. What? What? Like you would rip out hair? No, no. It would just fall out and then just put it on someone's like work or something. No, uh, <laughs> while they were looking, or while yeah, they were. while they're looking, it was like a present. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's fun though. That's like yeah. the, that's like the guy who puts all the boogers next to the urinal. Yeah, yeah. There's a guy that does that. Every urinal. Has is that a, you, Ed? 
I've done it. I'm not the. I don't always do it. <laughs> You're not the guy. I'm not the guy. But you've I joined it. in with uh, the guy. Why don't you just I'm like, like, well, look at all these boogers. I gotta help why, out. Why don't you just put like the booger in the urinal and hope it gets flushed down? Nah, 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 nah. nah. If it's a good one, you want people to know about <laughs> know it. it. And Ed's got them hard boogers. They don't flush down. I got all kinds of boogers. <laughs> all right, uh, Holden Anders Hold. Tell us about like uh, an experience when you felt like a real outcast. Well, uh, my father actually had to explain it to me. Um, <laughs> and outcast. Uh, I was a very lonely kid growing up. I've told this story a lot of times. I don't know if I've told it on Roundtable or whatever, but uh, it's a different show. Tell it's it again. It's a different show. I'll tell it here. Different universes, bro. I, I used to dress up like a vampire and hide in the bushes and run after cars that passed my house when I was a very young child because I had no friends. So I thought that was like what people would, what you should do. Mm -hmm. Did you really? Yes, absolutely. I would dress up like a vampire, hide in the bushes, and when a car would pass, and not a lot of cars passed my house, so I had to really sit in the bushes in a vampire costume for like hours at a time to pull this gag off, you know, because I wanted to see the fear in their eyes. But no one was ever scared. They always laughed at me because I was a tiny child. Yeah, yeah. How old were you, you'd say? Like seven uh, or eight? Something like that. And my dad had to sit me down. 15 or 16. My dad had to sit me down and explain to me why that was weird. Oh, my God. Just whenever every other dad is like, son, your nuts are dropping. <laughs> your dad is like, son, you don't need to dress like a vampire and scare people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that would probably be my best first example because that was really my induction into me realizing I was an outcast. Oh, my God. Um, because there was nobody around friend-wise to explain to me what, that, what being an outcast was. <laughs> now, Cena, explain to us what an outcast is. Yeah, what so is the definition... Webster's of, Dictionary definition. Of, of outcast is a noun. <clears throat> a person who has been rejected by society or a social group. Synonyms. Pariah, persona non grata, reject. <laughs> These are the worst synonyms. Outsider, leper. Oh, oh leper. leper. That's my a diseased I that, human. I think that's pretty much my favorite. <laughs> yeah. An outcast, a synonym to outcast is someone whose skin falls off and arms and ears <laughs> might fall on your lap. Okay. <laughs> well, hold it. You hear it? I can tell the tale. That reminds me of Ross. You said you you used to leave hair for people. I used to pull out my baby teeth and give them to people. Aww. Really? That's, yeah. like, that's like precious. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of proud. Pull that like with no pain because you know how kids are like my baby teeth and I'm a pussy. <laughs> yeah. I was like a full bitch at six years old. You know. Oh, that's wonderful. Just pulling out my teeth. Being like, here you go, I love you. <laughs> Who did you give the teeth to? Friends in school? Your mom? Just like people I had met in school that I liked. You know, I thought they were kind of cool. I'd give them my, my tooth. I would pull it out in front of them and be like, oh, don't do that. And they'd like horrified look on their faces. Yeah, I'm you sure. Can keep it. <laughs> like the people that were driving the car, Holden, that you ran in front of. Yeah. <laughs> did that play well in Saudi Arabia? <laughs> Maybe. Well, Saudi's a little more like kind of a rougher place to be. Yeah, yeah. right. Teeth so I, are like money there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And now you grew up very popular in high school. In correct? high school, but uh, in uh, you know uh, when I before when I went to Catholic school, I had no friends Uh-oh. because I lived in the next town over, which was the poor town, which was I lived in Deerfield. And my school so was my in, fucking grandparents lived. That was the poor part of town. Well, compared to Boca Raton, uh, it's yeah. the poor part. Anywhere is the poor part of town. Only a one-story house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And so uh, I, I was in friends. I only had two friends until sixth grade. Two. And uh, and then then it wasn't until fifth grade that I figured out that you know I could just beat these people up. Yeah. I <laughs> you know and no, your thing is you beat up a guy in front of everybody else in high school, your first day in of high, high school, in right? No, in, middle school, in middle school. In middle school, towards the end of uh, my la- of eighth grade, I beat up someone in front of 500 people, and then I was popular. Nice. And then I became, and then once I got to high school, I had a million friends just because everyone saw me beat the fuck out of this huge guy. Beautiful. Oh, yeah. That's... You know, fights do win you friends. Ross, well, have do. you ever been in a fight? Yes. That's actually like, that's actually what got like people to like stop like making fun of me at this one school. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, uh, it was actually just like a game of like touch football or whatever, you know? And like for some reason, they let me be the quarterback for a play. 
And see uh, over everybody. This one guy, this one guy who hated me, Charles. Uh, Fuck he, Charles. Yeah, he's a no. He was a real fucker. Nobody liked him. Even when he got jaundice, everybody like was like, meh. What's he, jaundice? Yeah, when like your skin turns yellow and it's oh, I was born your with liver that. starts yeah. to fail. Turn yeah. Asian. But everybody's just You'll like fuck, everybody's enough. just like fuck Charles. <laughs> okay, now that I've established sympathy for him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, we do we we do the play, and he just uh, he goes and he he actually like jumps on top of me, and so I just like instinctively lower my shoulder and and just essentially just toss him over, uh, and just like throw him to the ground, and his shirt rolls up. Everybody sees his, his fat jelly rolls and everything, and everybody's just like, "Damn, Russ." I didn't realize you were so cool. <laughs> and like, no, it's just like pure human instinct. <laughs> yeah. And then like, like a year or so later, my parents found, my family found out I did that. And they were like, oh man, Ross, you're, we, didn't, you, we didn't think you were not a pussy at any time. <laughs> now yeah. we love you. Yeah. All right. Hold Naders Ho. Have you ever been in a fight? No, zero fights. Uh, I've never been in a fight. Really? Is that because they were afraid that you were going to vampire them? Going to bite on them. Bite on <laughs> yeah, and grab at them. You know, because they, they like my grabbies, but they don't like what I'm mean and I'm doing it. <laughs> uh, you know, I I never did, but it's because I went to a pussy school. I went to a private school. Yeah. And so even the bullies were like afraid to fight because that would mean like bad news for them. You know, because yeah. it was it just wasn't that kind of. Because um, the bullies in my school, I, yeah, the grade eight, I have to bring this up. They, they were the, the jocks that called, in my grade, they called themselves the grade eight. And there was eight of them? And there was more than eight of them. Oh. <laughs> and that was kind of the joke of it. Just and they, eight of them were cool. The rest of them were just kind of like fat. And there were a couple of like gophers that sort of, they got to do gross stuff for them. You know, like those kids that like hung out with them that yeah, would yeah, do Johnny, anything. Yeah, yeah, Johnny, kick his ass. Kick his ass, Johnny. Yeah, that's that, fucking hilarious. That kid, yeah. The kid would be like, oh, eat this gross thing. Or yeah, like, yeah, eat the gross thing. Eat the gross like, thing. Try to suck your own dick for us now, you know, because we're drunk or whatever. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, they, they, do that. they called themselves that. And they would do this kind of shit. I remember um, uh, this one bully, uh, Mark, I'll, I'll just say his first name. Yeah. He, I, I would, uh, they called me a Smokey Joe. That's not bad. Yeah, but they do it in an annoying way, you know? Smokey Joe. They'd be like, that's not my name. That's not my name. You know, but they didn't like, yeah, they were fine with it. And it was because I would like, I would run from math class to the lunch line because I hated standing in line for lunch. So you haven't changed at all? No. <laughs> and that's why I love New York. Everybody walks fast. They get to where they're going. So I would go. So they started calling me Smokey Joe. And I remember one time I was in line for the lunch line. And this kid, Mark, he tried to just walk right in front of me and skip me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude, you can't oh, fucking no. do that, you know? So we got into this big argument or whatever. And he ended up going to the back of the line. But then he tells all of his buddies he beat the shit out of me that day. <laughs> Oh, that's oh, the kind of shit. They, that's the kind of shit they would do. They oh, would never actually fight. Guy. So I learned this around freshman year. And I'm, by the way, I was at the same school from fifth grade to senior year. Oh, that's terrible. So you know everything about everybody. It's a class of like ninety. You know everything about everybody. You're in the same station. Your entire lower, middle, and high school career. You're mm-hmm. the same persons. And for me, it was outcast. Like. Uh, with my group of buddies that would like play music and smoke weed, right? Yeah. So, but anyway, so uh, uh, I learned that they wouldn't actually fight me back, and that I could outsmart ass them in front of people. So yeah. I started just doing that shit with them, and then they started smoking weed around junior year, and we started hanging out. Yeah, it's funny Ooh. when like it, when uh, the pe- everyone who starts smoking weed. You know, you're you're the outcast because you're the druggie. You're the druggie, and then two years later, everyone's fucking knocking on your door, trying to trying get, to get my weed. <laughs> that exact thing happened, and we would, and then all of a sudden, I'm smoking blunts with them and shit, and it's all good. But I mean, for years, I I still hate these guys. <laughs> like, I still can't stand them. Well, no. they're all working at like uh, Red Baron or something. I heard a story recently. Uh, that same kid, Mark, uh, has a shit law firm in my hometown of Charlotte, North Carolina. And he showed up at a friend of mine's funerals and handed out business cards. <gasps> oh, at a nice. funeral. At a at funeral. Your friend's funeral. Uh, a friend of a 
like a friend's But this friend's is like a peer funeral. of like your age. Actually, it was a younger kid. Oh, oh, oh my God. That's that great. is fucking disgraceful. Yeah. Someone Gross. needs to wow. punch him in the face. Wow. You know what, even worse, yeah, I, I don't even, I mean, we can believe this later if we decide to, but it was at uh, Ric Flair's son's funeral. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah, because oh. Ric Flair's kids went to my school. That's right. right. I remember. Woo! Yep. Oh, but those kids were an outcast. Uh, no, they were really cool. And uh, oh man, Reed Flair, who died, uh, the kid, he beat the fuck out of me because I was over at. You my... got beat up by Ric Flair's kid. Oh, and he was. How like, have you never told me this? He was half Woo! my size. He was half my size. But he was just trained to fight his whole life. I was over at my friend's house, and his little brother was good friends with Reed Flair, right? <laughs> so I'm over there with these little kids, my friend, and these little kids, and they're like, "Fight Reed! Fight Reed!" I'm like. F- uh, fine, uh, I'll fight. Re- you know, I'm never fight, right? You know, yeah. I mean, but this was like wrestling. He yeah. immediately put me in like a lock. The figure hole. four. Yeah, I was like of crying. Of course, I was like crying. <laughs> <laughs> it was a nightmare. Yeah. Oh my god. In front of a bunch of little kids laughing at me. Aww. Yeah, man. I used to. I got put into a bunch of uh, classes that weren't. Uh, that were just because I didn't know how to communicate with people. They put me in a lot of slow classes, and I think also was a lot of it had to do with the fact that I was big. Yeah. yeah, and so in Aww. a in such a small school with a bunch of rich kids, you know, just by being larger than you th- than them, they uh, it seemed like they got naturally intimidated by me without me ever actually deserving it. Yeah, I would have been so scared of you, man. Oh man, people were not scared of me until I punched that first kid in the face in front of everybody. I'll tell you what, it was oh, in yeah. the middle. Of the, I was like, I was like, I was alone. You know, I had no friends, and so I'm like shaking this tree, <laughs> like so just because I had nothing to do. You know, yeah. and I'm just like shaking the tree. You know? <laughs> and this kid's like, "Hey, why are you messing with that tree?" And then he pushed me, and then I just turned around and punched him dead in the face, and his nose started bleeding. I didn't even get in trouble. Yeah, and then and then like no one, it's like it went from. Uh, people making fun of me and no one being my friend to no one even talking to me ever again. Because they're scared of you and yeah. that's the better position to be in. Absolutely. I'd rather no one talk. To, I'd rather be in solitary confinement than fucking a bunch of people picking I on mean, me. Yeah. I think it was really cool of that guy to stick up for that tree though. <laughs> man, fuck that fucking tree, man. It was hiding squirrels. Yeah. Yo, give me those squirrels. How about I, you, Cena? I love it. I sorry, what Cena? Oh, I um, I, you know, I I was picked on because I was small, mm-hmm. and then because I was Middle Eastern, and, and then ugly and, and weird <laughs> and just smelly, and then yeah, and then like I doubled down after nine eleven, but oh I've God. been in like fights a lot because I got picked on it, and I'm like yeah. a, a very uh, I'm a rascally little kid. Scrappy is what I would scrappy describe. Scrappy is exactly right. Other friends have described me as scrappy. Yeah. So I would get beat up, and I would, but I would also find a way. I also had a brother who was eight years older than me, so I knew how to like, you know, get beat up properly and yeah. not get hurt very badly and also get in a couple shots. Like, you get in like a little chicken chop to the throat, mm. something like that. Oh my where you God. do like a pressure point behind the ear yeah. or nice. like you do something where well, they're just like... assassin? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you have to be when you're seeing a Well, I've yeah. seen him yeah. fight with... T- and big, with a bolder brother. Big yeah. tall Ben Kissel from the round table. He's like, oh, he's seven <laughs> feet tall almost. And I've seen Cena literally climb up him and take him down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you rip his fingers apart. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I just can't describe to you what it's like to have my brother's friends at one point actually played catch with me. Oh. <laughs> and I'm glad you guys all you? know what I meant when I said that. And it's almost sad that you know that they just threw me back and forth. And then at one point, they were I, I will never forget this for my whole life. Uh, they were just throwing me back and forth. And one was like, no, no, you take them. No, no, you take them. You're gonna, I don't want them. You, you take them. And then one was just like, fuck it. And walked away. And I'll never forget it. I just hit the wall like a cartoon character. And I just slowly <laughs> slid down the fucking wall. How old were you? I was like nine, ten years old. I mean, mm. my brother's friends were in seniors in high school, and they just beat the living what piss. What the fuck does a senior yeah. in high school need to beat up a nine-year-old? Uh, for? I mean, it's, it's fun. fun. You're over there. Also house. in Pittsburgh. Yeah, Pittsburgh yeah. is not necessarily the most progressive place True. in the '90s, and True. you know. But you know, I think what the difference for me though is that like I doubled down. I think Henry kind of did this as well. Is like I doubled down on like a sense of humor. I just started making fun of everyone. I started making jokes. I started having a real sharp tongue, and that was like my my biggest defense mechanism. 
terrorism. Although 9-11 really fucked me up on that one, though. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, no jokes after that. Did they call you the sand N-word? Yes, they did. I did get called that. I got called that by a guy who drove I a fucking pickup. <laughs> <laughs> this guy drove a pickup truck with a Confederate flag hanging over on the top of his truck, and he used to call me that and push me in the lockers and stuff like that. But... By and that what point. was his name and address? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, where do I go? Need to kill this man? Uh, yes. Uh, Yo, guys, let's make a posse. Let's go get him. <laughs> yeah, Ross, I want you to lead the charge. <laughs> and do your flip move, bro. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll be like, come at me. Oh, oh, I have to like make him come at me so I can like catch him and throw him oh, over. But you know, guys, but at the same time. I did that in a mascot costume And once, maybe too. you guys can all kind of agree with me on this and tell me what you feel. I am so happy I got picked on. I am happy I got picked on and I broke through it and that I got to the other side because, one, it gave me a sense of humor. It gave me some toughness. It allowed me to break through to this thing because I was like, this can't last forever. Yeah. <laughs> and humility. Yeah. You learn how to, like, become a better person through that. Yeah. So. And, like, a lot of people, I mean, you see a lot of fucking stupid school shootings and a lot of this stuff where kids that, that are picked on don't get to do, you know, don't get to see the other side, and they end yeah. up doing some terrible stuff. Yeah. But, I mean, tell guess, tell us, like, Holden, Ross, tell me. What, what, I mean, what, I, it's hard for me to say because I'm still ruthlessly a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like I'm still harboring something. I still, I sometimes I have dreams about picking on you. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, No, definitely, definitely. It definitely made me meaner and mad and happier to not I mean I, I definitely am glad I wasn't like I got cool way later sort of yeah. in college and it was a better cool same with like getting way too much money early on in life yeah you know or yeah. way too much fame early on in life yeah you've had that problem definitely yeah <laughs> But no, it's like it's like the people who get like famous way too early, or like football stars who end up bankrupt. You yep. know, eighty percent or whatever. You know, yeah, it's, it's like fucking sad, man. If you got the high road, and a lot of those, you know, I mean, you've heard the story a million times. The the high school basketball star. It's the best days of that guy's life. Oh yeah, yeah. no, there there are still people like on my Facebook who like post like on Throwback Thursdays or like post a picture from like some weekend basketball tournament. And they're like, oh, those were the days. I'm like, really. Like, your, your life fucking peaked there. Like, I know you live in Vancouver, Washington, but, like, there's nothing. There's absolutely nothing for you now. Right. Well, Ross, how did you feel breaking through and everything? You're a funny dude. You, well, you've broken through. You's well, I mean, it, 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 I've, I've had, like, it, it was a really weird process for me because, like, yeah, I was a big fucking nerd and people did pick on me and it's hard to imagine life any other way. Were you tall at like 12 years old? Oh, I, like was, I, was, I was always tall, yeah. For our listeners, Ross Parsons is 12 feet tall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's I, like I, if you plucked Big Bird. They actually, <laughs> they actually had to digitally shorten me for my part in my giant. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Great work on the last episode of Game of Thrones, by the way. I had to put on so much weight for that. Uh, <laughs> True. <laughs> uh, yeah, because I can even like I can like pinpoint it. Like there was like like one of the last days in third grade. I'm like, oh, I'm a funny guy. I'll just be funny, and people will start liking me. Uh, but I don't think I got. Like, it's like sort of a, sort of a weird process because like I did actually like run for like student office like starting in middle school, and I'd always win because I'd have the funniest speeches and whatnot. And, like, I did have a little bit of notoriety about that. And I'll, I'll tell you a little bit later about, like, the outcasts I met through that. Because, like, I had, like, such a persona that actually th I did, like, morning announcements and shit. And, like, my dreary-ass voice and put everybody right back to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, I didn't get cool, though, until I started doing comedy, though. Like, back back in Seattle, I was always I was so fucking nervous and everything. But, yeah, I think it's I think it's where the best I, I got picked on. I, yeah. Absolutely. Now, Amber, yeah, yeah, you're a weird chick. What? And uh, yeah, you know, is. like growing up, girls can be very uh, you know put offish, especially by people who have more of an individual personality like yourself. Would you ever find yourself faced with situations like that uh, against other women, get girls growing up as a kid? Oh yeah, girls are very vicious. Uh, they 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 know how to get into your psyche, whereas guys will just throw you against the wall. I did. I remember have I had a girl. 
behind me in class and she hot glued my hair together. Oh shit. And then she what? threw She a, had a fucking hot glue gun at her desk? She had like, yeah, she had like hot glue. I don't know how she fucking did That's it. That's resourceful, she like yeah. Glued it together. And then she had a locust because it was like in the middle of bumfuck nowhere. And she threw a locust in my face. Wow. And then she said, you eat it, you fucking white bitch. Wait, you, with the with the hot glue in your white? hair? Yeah, with the hot glue. My hair's glued. I got a locust. Like, the, like, the leg is dangling off my lip. Jesus. And uh, I'm new in town. I'm always new in town. I'm always, like, moving around. News Louisiana? This was in North Carolina. And Big- she was also white. She was a black girl. Oh, okay. Big black girl? Uh, yeah, like a big scary, like, uh, the kind of girl that, like, now I look back and I'm like, oh... Your parents molested you. Yeah, birth of, or, birth of butt boogie pig. Yeah, always like people who are listening. The people that are like really making fun of you. Look at who they are as a person and why they feel the need to attack somebody else. That's a really good. That's an yeah. extremely. Yeah. That should that's not. A very good. We should really double down on that because yeah. people never think about the bullies are the ones that are the most troubled. That's the saddest. Like you will like throw a locust in my face and call me an ugly white bitch, but I will go home to parents that love me and you will go home to a dad that punches you in the face. Like, who has the win here? You know what I mean? (laughs) It's like kind of a sad life she lived thinking back on it. But I remember it like still flashback to the classroom and I turn around and I start crying and then I look and everybody starts giggling and they're laughing and they're holding in their laughs and I'm like stop laughing at me and then they all burst out into this fucking uproarious like it's just like I was Dave Chappelle you know at that moment it was a standing ovation standing ovation standing out to that bit that I did when I was heckled and um and I run out of the room, and the teacher still gave me a demerit for running out and not oh. getting a pass. Oh, my fucking oh, that's God. Yeah. I hate that's those pieces of shit teachers yeah. that do that shit, man. Yeah, that's yeah. Like, worst. don't you fucking realize what was going on in my brain right then? That everything was just crashing around inside of me? I know that you need to monitor what's going on, but I had to get out of that room at the moment. But anyway, he was teaching you an important lesson about the government. It is yeah. that they're always watching you. Follow the rules. <laughs> Follow the rules. But I would say if stuff like that didn't happen, and if I didn't have to learn how to be, because I had to sort of learn how to be the craziest person in the room. You have to. Yeah. It's kind of like a, when you're in prison, you've got to immediately establish yourself as point A, like or as I'm the craziest, or I'm the biggest, or I'm the fucking weirdest, or the meanest, or something. Yeah. Um, so if I didn't establish myself as the craziest person in the room from right from the fucking get go, I knew that somebody would attack me. You've yeah. got to yeah. like it. So it sort of gives you a sense of. Um, uh, what do you like holding a mirror up to your personality? You know what I mean? You yeah, can, well, you can define yourself immediately. That's I'm the yeah. biggest well, survivor like, mentality. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're preempting you're preempting them. Yeah, yeah you got to get out ahead of it's, everyone else. It's, it's like that scene in Eight Mile where Eminem's like he lists where he wraps all his own like like flaws about himself before the guy can like fucking diss him for it. That's Absolutely. like you just said poetry. Yes. Now, <laughs> let me You're ask you guys welcome. this: We're, uh, you know, we were, we we call ourselves outcasts, but you know, truth be told, we still understood like what general friendship was and all. Yeah. that. There was one person in every school who had less than one, less than zero friends. Yeah. You know, who had negative friends. More you know? of an outcast than we are. Yeah, absolutely. No, so I want to hear an example of someone like that. Uh, someone uh, that I can think of off the top of my head in my school was this girl named Jackie. She had no friends. She was kind of like. Fat in all the wrong places. Jackie Zabrowski. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. But uh, I remember, like, one She's thing beautiful. that set uh, that set off everything was uh, if you went to school early, all the poor all the poor kids would go to school early because they would offer free breakfast yeah. for anyone who couldn't afford to feed the kids. Really? That's yeah. when I went to school. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. Okay. And um, one of the because uh, uh, one of the girls didn't have any money, and she Jackie, she took a bunch of extra eggs and put it in her pencil box like with their pencils and stuff and so like got Mm -hmm. like fucking pencils on it and then everyone saw her eating it later on in the day Uh, during math class and you know it's a crucial mistake (laughs) it's a fucking gross crucial mistake but from then on she she was you know she was egg girl were they poached eggs 
No, the scrambies. Scrambies. Yeah, scrambies. Oh, so they were just like raw scrambled eggs. Not raw, but like they weren't packaged. They were just scrambled eggs in pencils. Yes, and she was eating them during math class. I mean, it's she... By the way, I feel like scrambies is a way better nickname for her than egg girl. Well... (laughs) (laughs) I'm, uh, you know, we're more creative now. (laughs) But, you know, she had to deal with this for fucking six years. It didn't even end when we got to high school. You have to live with it for the rest of the time. I mean, that was my situation as well. Like, anything that you did, you had to live with for the rest of the time you were there. Yeah. And so, uh, who's someone that you guys went to school with and something fucking ridiculous that they did that got them outcasted? Yeah, let's go to Ross over here. Well, there, there was, like, a couple people. Like, when I was, like, when I was in middle school, I was the vice president because I was, like, super funny, but um, compared to everybody else, um, <laughs> it, it was a whole relative thing. But, like, <laughs> but I was, so I was popular, but I wasn't, like, a jerk about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like I just attract anybody who wanted to be friends with me would just like start would start to approach me yeah. and there were these two people who would approach me every morning one of them was this uh, little Russian immigrant kid uh, Pavel uh, and he would just like have these broken English conversations with me and he would just eat packets of ramen noodle the flavor packs from ramen noodles just uh, raw oh. and he would share the uh, he shared the salt once. The, yeah the, the fucking salt like with the tiny bit of flavor he would do not that the noodles yeah not the noodles like he liked the flavor packets oh it's fucking disgusting it was really weird and so like every morning before class it would be him and then there was this um mentally challenged girl like she was still in like some of the normal classes her name was sarah and she was in love with me mm-hmm uh, she would tell other people that she had dreams about having my babies. Uh, yeah, she would like follow me around at school. Before she even did you ever kiss her? No. You ever lay one on her just for no. kicks? She did. She did give me a St. Patrick's Day card, though. She made herself, and she stamped "kiss me" all over it. Oh. oh my God! Did you ever kiss her? No. Was she Irish? No. Did you ever kiss her? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, you gotta kiss her. You definitely should have kissed well, her. You should kiss her, her now. now. Yeah. Let's find her. What's her name? Sarah something. Let's, she probably lives in a home now. <laughs> oh. Oh. Sarah. I, That's the thing. A lot of these people, you know, you have to remember are fucking mentally damaged. I had a yeah. weird girl. Uh, she wrote my name on her shoes. Really? And I chased her around biology class trying to get her shoes. Because you said they were yours? Because I was being evil. And uh, I really regret it. And she is smoking fucking hot now. I bet. So. Oh, oh. Is this is this one of the girls you've jerked off to on Facebook? Possibly. Possibly. All right. We're going to get on this now. They're all wearing like lingerie in like lingerie model shoots. I'm not talking about just looking at some girl on her summer vacation. You have lingerie model friends on Facebook? Yeah, because I have like musical theater friends that so life you know, have here. like rock hard bodies and they'll like get hire people to take pictures of them and like heels and lingerie and they'll put it on fucking Facebook and yeah I'm gonna jerk off to it. Why would they else would they get the picture? Yeah, yeah why is the picture? Exactly. It's like being in Playboy. It's like yeah the whole point is you want to think about the fact that dudes are fucking jerking off to your bullshit. It's so, very yes. empowering knowing oh, that people are masturbating to you, you remember, at any given moment. Oh fuck Do you remember yeah. like five or six years back there was that girl who was a teacher who posed in Playboy then got fired from being a teacher. What? Yes. Yeah. Was it Playboy was she like a kindergarten yeah. teacher? Uh, no, she was a high school teacher. Oh. And uh, she wasn't a good teacher and she wasn't good to her students apparently. <laughs> but yeah. we, uh, she sat next to me in math class and uh, so like, I remember just like hearing about it and then, you know, it's nice to like, you know, see uh, see that girl naked now. You know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you know, and so she's all over Facebook and, and not all over and she's always posting all these bikini pictures and you know, but like, yeah, once you, you know, once you get naked, you know, people well, are going to jerk off to you. I'm not talking about yeah. seeing pictures of girls with their buddies at like, uh, whatever and in, in their little going out dresses. I'm talking about straight up fucking Almost softcore pornography. So on wait, Facebook. do you do you have like multiple tabs open? And now that you're going into the, the weeds on this, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna come back on you a little bit. Now now, do you have multiple tabs open with multiple Facebook uh, windows open with multiple different girls in the lingerie photos? No no no, I don't go. He's like, not as good at this as you are, seeing it. Yeah, I'm not like as ta- tech savvy. <laughs> I mean, I'm talking about like I've just got like you know we have one image and you know one image. That's all you need. Cycling around. Yeah, I'm, it depends. I'm I'm a little bit more. 
into the porn now. I feel like it was a it was a slippery slope, and now I I'm a little bit more either my own mind still seventy percent's my own mind still right. That's and great. Thirty percent is like fun times with porno, but there is something really hot about a girl you know that you've like hung out with, you know, and know some slutty things about. <laughs> also, <laughs> also being in a porno kind of situation on your fucking Facebook feed, you know, like yeah, there's just a couple of girls. There's Speaking of, girls. of the sexy time, when did we all lose our virginity? Starting right. with our outcasts. <laughs> Oh, you're looking at me? Yeah. I'm looking at you. Yeah. Oh, okay. Her so. name was Rihanna and not the fucking... Not <laughs> Rihanna. Rihanna. Her name was Rihanna. She was a dancer. It was in oh my God. college because I'm an outcast. It was in college. I was 19. Cutie pie? Super cute. Smoking a dancer. Smoking hot love, body. Oh, God. That's great. Smoking. I just broke up with some shitty dude. Uh, friend of uh, actual girlfriend that I ended up with uh, later on. Um, and she uh, came over. It was our second quote unquote date. She came over to watch the Bonnaroo DVD. <laughs> we were smoking weed, you know, over at my place. I lived in my own apartment back in the day. We we're having some weed, having some wine, and uh, we're making out on the couch. By the way, can I just interrupt? This Holden's game hasn't changed in over Not a decade. <laughs> <laughs> All I, I just show him the loan boat, huh? brother. I show him the loan boat, and they're like, oh, God bless! Like, because it's just, it is shaped so perfectly. It's shaped. It's got money coming out of it. <laughs> oh, oh, I've seen milk shoot out of a woman yeah. based on a viewing of it. Yeah, when Holden comes, it's in coins. <laughs> That's why they call me Scroogey, baby. They call me Scroogey Doogey. Uh, none of this is fucking whatsoever true, but uh, yeah, so we're, we're no. hot and heavy making out on the couch, and she pulls away from me, and she's like, I just want you to make love to me. And I'm just like, I, you know, because in my head, I'm like, I'm a virgin. I'm, you know, like, I've never done, like, I'm scared. I'm physically scared. I have no idea what I'm doing. And I'm just like, I, maybe. And then we start making out again. And then she talks me into it, essentially. Like, I wasn't ready necessarily, but I was just like, you know, you got to, you know, from a guy's perspective, it's not this special sacred thing. I just didn't want to be an idiot, you know, yeah. with my fucking abilities, which Did I had. Did she to know you were a virgin? I had to tell her afterwards. You told her after? Yeah, it was Good a bit move. of a virgin rape. Oh, yeah? Was she, um, but did she, uh, was she like, oh, you did well? I mean, how, you know if you did she decent was, or not. She couldn't tell. She couldn't oh. tell? That's I great. Thought, I thought I was nice. awful. I thought I did terrible. Well, you too. don't know. To the point where when I told her I was a virgin, like, the, like I think she came over the next day or two days after, and I told her I was a virgin. I, I was like, didn't you, you, you couldn't tell? I was bad. Like, I know I was bad, and I've never done this before, you know? And kind she was of a like, situation. but I came in buckets. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, oh, no, you weren't bad. You were just white. Yeah, right? It was it was weird. You and sold it really I, well. She was very upset. I, I, we were, I feel like she would have kept seeing me if I had told her that she took my virginity. Oh, did, was that the last time you, you only yep. fucked that one time? I fucked uh, her that one time. The next time she came over, I shouldn't have even said anything. I told her I was a, vir I was a virgin. And then, you know, and I think for women, it's more sacred. It was like a huge deal for her. I was like, no, 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 don't. No, this cool. Is fine. Thank you. Yeah, thank, thank you so thank much. You. Yeah, you, you get a certificate. You're out? welcome. Was she a virgin? No. Oh. She, like I said, she, Lord, no. She was like living with the guy. <laughs> Lord, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> what? I just want you to make love to me on her second date. You know? hot, dog, <laughs> hot dog down a hallway. Absolutely. Yeah. Holden's had every man's dream losing his virginity to a whore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but not at 22. I was I was 19. Oh, okay. yeah. perfect. <laughs> Which was still felt way too late, you know. Like yeah. it, that's the perfect time. You don't want to lose it too young because exposed to sex when you're too young, you can't take it back. You know, it's like opening up that ninth gate. You yeah. can't unsee what you've seen. Amber, so please maintain your innocence as long as you can. Do you want to? Do you want to tell us about? Oh, the, when I lost my virginity? I mean, you just said you don't want to do it too early. Oh, you don't? Well, I was about 19 as well. Oh, good. Uh, but, but, real quick, too, by the way, like, I hadn't actually made out with a chick until, like, a year before that. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. And you like, were the lead so, singer of a band that played parties in high school. Yes. And you still wow. weren't getting this? I wore a bow tie. That band must have been bad. I wore a bow <laughs> <laughs> I wore a bow tie, and we played funk rock. Oh, uh, okay? yeah. 
You play yeah. funk? I literally, yeah, not really. Chili peppers. You play chili peppers. Yeah, chili peppers. Percentage growth yeah, though, Holden. Very good. Very yes. quick. I became cool sophomore year of college, and it all happened. But I yeah, had literally Clinton, never kissed a girl, anything, all through middle and high school. It was a sad, sad chaser of women. Just Very in vampire pathetic. costumes, a not a million. Why. I have a million, like, pathetic stories about that time. Oh and anyways, god. all right. <laughs> Amber? That's my piece. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. So I was about uh, 19, and I was, um, I rented... My my, I had three friends that lived in this abandoned brothel in Baton Rouge, and uh, you know they Jesus. sort of like. <laughs> and uh, that my friends, they all like went off and like did jobs in the summer, and they said, "Hey Amber, do you want to live here?" Because it's Baton Rouge, I had to pay like two hundred bucks for a four bedroom apartment. Yeah, <laughs> you know it's pretty amazing. And um, I invited this guy over, who was pretty hot, I thought at the time. He was the nice. um, uh, senator's son. Ooh. His, oh. his last Which name is senator? Tozan. Tozan. Oh, Senator Tozan. I think it's senator. I have no idea. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe you can look it up. Could be what, a state senator. Whatever sort of like political party or whatever he's affiliated with, Tozan. Um, and he had a huge cock. All right. Huge. My nice. first time. And uh, we we did it, and I just sort of, and he left, and then I was very upset, and then my gay friend came over, and he was laying in the bed, and I said, oh, by the way, I just had sex in here, and I feel so bad because he took my virginity, oh. and then my friend was like, I'm going to get off the bed, and we're going to wash the sheets. And uh, and then I went, and he was very shameful. And then I went home to my mom, and she was telling me stories about how she was like molested as a child, oh, which Jesus. I was not. I was not. But my mom's had like a much harder life than I've had. You know, very. It's like she's like a daughter of a preacher, fucking hard life. And um, I I opened up to her that I lost my virginity, and then she just sort of looked at me and then was like, "Well, I've got to go to bed now." And I was huh? like, "But I thought we were sharing." And then she the next day went up and called everybody in my family saying that Amber has lost her virginity. She was jealous. She was jealous. She was jealous that I you were getting was proud. Yeah? Yeah, absolutely. Well, That's what why the... she wanted to try to shame you and make you not do it and keep you around. Really? That's what I think. Anyway. Maybe. She yeah. called people and she was like, I just want to let you know that Amber has lost her virginity. And she like, wanted to make her scared. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to be scared? Oh, you had to stick around and be stupid and yeah, like yeah, shop yeah, at yeah. White House Black Market, those mm-hmm. clothing stores in Abercrombie and fucking stick around and like sort of date a guy in a, in a fraternity. Yeah, she, and not move out and stay there forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I wasn't really living there, but I was like in the same state. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. She wanted me to sort of stay there forever. Um, she was always into like really beefy, bony guys, like dudes that do football. And I'm like, but they're all rapists. Not all of them. Not all of them. Not all of them. Not all of them. But I was never, I'm still not attracted to those kind of dudes. Um, it is. That's my uh, virginity story. Ross Parsons. I don't know what, I don't <laughs> yeah, know what about that makes you an outcast, but. Uh... <laughs> yeah, none of it makes me an outcast. I don't know. I'm just sharing like when I lost my virginity. <laughs> you said after he left, uh, you felt awful. Was it just because of the big cock, or it was just because like um, I don't know if it's a lady or a man. I don't know, but you're sort of like when you're no longer a virgin, it's sort of like you've opened up this door to a world that you don't understand what it is yet. And you're just sort of living there, and the door has locked behind you. And you're like, why can't I get back through there? And now you're living in this place where there's dudes with boners, and they want to fuck you, and there's money available for it. And there's... How old were you again? (laughs) 19. Okay. Oh, well, yeah, we were the same age. For me, I feel like for a minute, it's the opposite. It was like, I'm 19, and I haven't fucked yet. Like, what's wrong with me? You know? like Yeah. It was a lot of that. It was like when I finally did it, I was just like, that sucked. And I know it was awful, but thank God that door has finally been opened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank God it's shut. I will never go back behind that door again. Right, right. It's just like, oh, God, because now I can have conversations with my friends again about this shit, you know? (laughs) And not lie. Yeah, and not lie through your teeth about, like, yeah, any of that stuff. Yeah, I'm, uh, I fucked, yeah. Yeah, oh, I know what a pussy smells like. Yeah, it smells like uh, (laughs) cotton candy, right? Burgers and... (laughs) 
Jews? It smells like a Jew. <laughs> you know, like I'm just, you know. Ross, how old were you when you finally convinced a woman to let you stick it in her? 23. 23? My man. Wow, my man. Wow, man. I yeah. think you get the prize here, my friend. Yeah. Oh, it was. Yeah. It was like, yeah, it was with the. It was a comedian I was dating. It was pretty. It was actually like pretty casual. Just like, yeah, let's put it in tonight. Um, That's nice. How long were you guys seeing each other before you it before was, she let you uh, it stick it? It was like it was a couple of weeks. But um, were you playing hide the head up until that point? I was like, oh, I don't have a penis. Where can you find it? Wait, how's it? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I, I, but before that, I actually did have a couple of opportunities to lose my virginity, but. I had foiled myself because uh, in those opportunities I I was very excited and uh, I tr- was trying to put on these condoms that were too small for me. Uh, My man, you gotta go with the Magnum. The I box didn't of realize. Brief, no, the box was, of brief that, of condoms. That, that's what I was so like. Like this is what was so great about this woman is like she was just like, oh, this one doesn't fit on you. you, you why don't you use the bigger one? I'm like. I didn't realize I'd qualified. Yeah, I, buddy. <laughs> Same area. Like, I, I also I need a Magnum. I, yeah, remember I wouldn't presume. I took a hammered whore to the corner store because I needed condoms. You know, I was taking her back to the place and she, I ordered, I got Magnum. She was like, fuck you. You know, like, like yeah. you know, when I ordered Magnums yeah. at the counter and I was just like, I'm, I need them. I and had, then, uh, yeah. I and then no she idea. found out. Holden <laughs> couldn't be ha- have a bigger smile yeah. on his face. I, I, yeah. I mean, when it, but it was it was like Christmas for me. I had no idea that I was like that. Like, um, that, yeah. that class. You I know? picture her with like a drawer of condoms. A she different did have sizes. like she had like a fishbowl or something. Uh, <laughs> she just had like she had like she. I thought that, I think it was a very responsible thing for a lady to do to have like an assortment of condoms just yeah, in case. Just in and case. it was just like yeah, but like a couple times before that, I would I was just like trying to like wrestle these like undersized condoms onto my dick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, I hear you. Yeah, it was just I ridiculous. hear you. I hear this fool. I get <laughs> the fuck out of here, McNeely. Wait, I have wait, an, high five. High five across the room. Yeah, I have an opposite story. Um, our f- uh, mutual friend of ours, her girl roommate, she oh, had a yeah. boy... You know this story, right? I, I love this story. She had a boyfriend um, that she started seeing and... Huge honk and tonk. No, 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 no. This is the opposite. No, the, the boyfriend before the, this boyfriend. Her ex-boyfriend had a huge honk and dong, so she had all these Magnum condoms on her, right? Yeah. She started but seeing this... But they broke up because he was irresponsible with his big dong. <laughs> <laughs> started seeing this new guy, you know, and did not who did not need the Magnums, but that's yeah. the only condom she had. Oh, and there's so, nothing. There's he probably thought, nothing worse. He thought that like, oh man, she's getting me magnums. Like I need these magnums, and he did like not need the magnums. Uh, so he's just always putting these like way too big, big condoms on. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. like a sock on a pinky. And now yeah. she can't, you know. And for their whole relationship, she couldn't. She didn't have the heart to like. Wait, it happened more than once because he, she had these magnum condoms. Because and he cons. thought that like, oh man, I need these magnum condoms. So he would go out and buy them afterwards. He keep buying them, you know. And like, she didn't have the heart to tell him, no, you got to get a normal condom. <laughs> Is this guy, did someone tell him eventually? I mean, they're not together. I'm, I'm sure the next girl told him, which yeah. is like, this, your your you, condom keeps com- staying in my vagina. <laughs> You've <laughs> lost three condoms in my vagina in the last 10 minutes. I'm backed up. <laughs> I can't get it out of me anymore. I'm about to give birth to a box of condoms. I got a fucking <laughs> magnum stuck in my urethra. <laughs> <laughs> World's worst diaphragm. <laughs> all right, Tiny Dick Larson, how did you do? <laughs> First of all, my dick's completely Whoa. standard. All right, we're just gonna that make him look small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got such huge yeah, balls. Yeah, yeah. No, I, 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 I make him squirt. Don't you worry about me. <laughs> make him squirt. I put the extra effort in, and I can get some action out of Squirtle, squirtle. Girls that squirt are fucking weird. Oh, have, come have on, Amber. Every girl, can squirt. Every girl can squirt, but the ones that learn how to do it, like that learn and like know how to do it, I'm They're like... They're fucking talented. When did your dad touch you? <laughs> no, you know come I mean? on. That's no. not... No, Amber, that's it's not fair. It's just fucking weird. I'm going to go out and take a stand. Look, has someone girls learned an art? 
or weird. No, that it's like no, that's not fair. They need to ejaculate just like we need to ejaculate. You're just saying that because you want a They're girl feminists. squirt in your fucking face. I, don't I know love if, it when a girl squirts in my face. I, don't I love know it when a girl, girl squirts, squirts in Cena's face. <laughs> <laughs> my man Ruff, yeah. Woo. Yeah. We're talking about outcasts. Yeah. <laughs> Let's remember the topic here. Yeah. <laughs> it's outcasts. Wait, this isn't the squirting? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Girls brighter, squirt a definitely. Now we're here. doing brighter side of squirting. I mean, yeah, a new yeah, episode. What's idea. not to say the yeah. brighter side of is there squirting? An un- is there a dark side to squirting? What the hell? <laughs> yeah, my girl was more, of a, was more of a leaker than a squirter. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, it's yeah. kind of just saying pours out like you turn on the faucet. And it's yeah, just, yeah. you know, it's always good. I hate when people are like, oh, Oh, she fake, you know. I don't know if she was faking it or not. It's like you're either covered in shit or not. You know, there's either like a bunch of fucking liquid on you or you're yeah. not covered in liquid. That's very totally. true. <laughs> like it's, yeah. a, it's the bottom line. But anyway, that's not the that's not the story I'm telling. The story when I lost my virginity, uh, I was 16 years old. Wow, when, that's young. It you, was it was pretty young. You're, you've won the youngest set of all of us. I don't know. We don't know about Cena. He probably Ed, got it at Ed, like 15. Ed, Ed. It was a week ago. <laughs> <laughs> but I was 16, and I was, and I, was uh, I was friends with this chick who was dating this fucking horrible dude, and he she she had just been she'd been banging him and banging him and banging him, and we were talking on the phone one night, and she's like, and he had cheated on her. He's like, oh, I don't want to. You know, I don't want him to be the last person I had sex with. I'm like, well, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll have sex with you. You know, and so uh, she rollerbladed over to my house at four o'clock in the morning. That <laughs> is the yeah. best. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly yeah. Fiscaldo. Yeah, is she. Um, Fiscaldo? Names. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. yeah. Oh, who cares? <laughs> she took my virginity. I'm not saying anything bad about her. Actually, I will in a second. But, uh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but uh, yeah, she she comes over and then uh, and then we're like, we're, it was it was obviously it was extremely awkward, and because I didn't know what to do, and she but she also knew that I didn't know what to do, and she knew it was like a, she's like maybe we shouldn't because it's a big moment. I was like no, I was like you're here, I'm losing it. Let's fucking let's go to town. And uh, I remember she just when I remember uh, I I was like all right let's put on some music right uh, so I go and I put on Inagata Davida Inagata Davida yeah. like, yeah. I was like hell yeah Inagata nice. Davida I'm like this is what a song I want to lose my virginity to and so I start like kissing her or whatever and she's just like can't handle it starts laughing and she's like you got to change the song and I was like oh fuck man come on this is first of all it's my fucking virginity you're like let me you know you're you've been slamming for a year you know like let's you know let me listen to when I she makes me put on Take my breath away from the Top Gun soundtrack. Oh. So that's the song I actually lost my virginity to. <laughs> and uh, and I remember uh, we uh, it, I was we were we started. She just like fucking just right up, just like she was all business, just like put me right in her, which was wonderful. I appreciated. And I was I was the pussy. I was like, should I put on a condom? Should I put on a condom? She's like, you want to stop? I was like, no, 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 no. You didn't wear a condom? No. Ed Larson. Oh, that's fun. What if she gave you AIDS? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and so uh, and so, you know, we 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 screwed, had a good time. She went to the bathroom. My father saw her naked. He was real proud of me. <gasps> hey, yeah, yeah, she was, yeah, yeah, it was great. It was what good. Was she father, you, you yeah, got, but then you lost your virginity and got fatherly approval on one. Oh night. my god, my father was so happy I wasn't gay. <laughs> he, I don't know. My father thought I was gay like forever, just because I quit yeah. football. To do theater, and so oh, my father just yeah. thought I was a homosexual. But oh you know. my god, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was yeah. this chick like smoking hot? Yeah, she was smoking hot, man. She fucking huge ass boobies. It was yeah. great. It was, let me ask you a weird question about that. Oh, later on, she uh, into so, you know, obviously she was a girl I lost my virginity too, so I told a lot of secrets, and I, I told her about how I knew my dad was cheating on my mom, and then she told my mom. <gasps> Uh, Did she rollerblade up to your mom? <laughs> no, she ran into my mom at the store and she told my mom. Wow. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck her, right? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah, 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 yeah. A couple not times. Her it was, business. Yeah, 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 no, exactly. But uh, what was I going to tell you about that? You want to say, ask me a weird question about me asking if she was a hot. <laughs> oh, um. <laughs> Oh, she was like she was like beautifully put together, you know, like as a, like as a woman, but she had like kind of like half sideburns, you know, like her yeah. hair would kind of like a high she school was, thing. She was a little hairy. That's like a high know? school thing. They don't quite know how to you know manage the hair back then. I mean, none yeah, of us. Holder did. doesn't know how to manage his hair yet. Yeah. Either. I got full. I got full bush down there, baby. Oh yeah, no. The question I want to ask that really? was weird. <laughs> 
course you do. What do you when you shave your fucking pubes? Yeah, absolutely, he does. I don't really want to get into that. Let's talk about your virginity. Manicures like crazy. I have I have full bush. You know, one time my lady shaved me, and I feel like I need to keep going that way. She shaved you. What did she shave? We're what a good times lady. In the shower, That's you know? so romantic. What did she yeah, shave? We're having Holden. sweet times. Oh, we not this. I've never that. touched the sack with the razor. Oh, okay. I'll never touch the sack. Why not? Because that's Hitler's thing. That that's evil. Incorrect. It's you a, gotta touch the sack with a razor. Oh, uh, I you can't. Gotta, you gotta maintain it, or the else it's just is like a delicate. No, it's just You're like wrong. two mushrooms in a swamp. <laughs> <laughs> Look, this is what makes me an outcast. I'm fine with it. Oh, man. All right, Cena, spill the Yeah, beans. but Cena, you always were good with the ladies. Yeah, you know, this isn't really a play no, to you. It's, it's sex it mania. It grew on me. Yeah, I, I lost mine. What grew on uh, you, <laughs> Uh, after leadership camp in high school. Ooh. Leadership camp? What the I, fuck is that? Cena's hair grows hair. She's so fucking hairy. <laughs> I, I, too, was a student council kid in high school, and they sent me to some camp. Yeah, me too. And um, at the summer there, I met this girl. She was really, she was at a rival high school, but we were buddies. Ooh. And then we started becoming really close. What'd she look like cup size? What are we talking here? Oh, she had... <laughs> I don't want to tell you her cup said, but she had a piercing on her nipple. Oh, my Ooh. God. Just Why like, don't you, you can tell me about the piercing. You can't give me the cup size. <laughs> I don't really. Now I could probably look at a woman and probably guess the cup size. Right, like, right. Yeah, back then it was just huge. Back then it was just like, oh, my God. Oh, my Lord. There. Kelly had big ass tits, man. Yeah. What, what color hair? Am I allowed to beat off to it? Absolutely. Because yeah. I was, because uh, granted, like, I'm beating off to an image of a 16-year-old girl. But, but you're 16. But I was 16 when I fucked her and I yeah. saw it, so it's yeah. okay, That's right? That's totally fine. Yeah. Absolutely okay. Am I, does it sound like I'm trying to justify <laughs> all of our To all of our listeners out know. there, it's totally cool to do something like that. Yeah. But if, if you're imagining a different 16-year-old girl, that's bad news. Yeah. 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 You had to have fucked had her. Had an experience with her. Yes. This is but you would have had to have been of age to fuck her. I do that yeah. too, by the way. You could be a girl that was 16 and you were 20 and fucked. You can't beat up You also can't. No. Look at like a throwback. Shame, shame, shame. You also can't look like a throwback Thursday pick on Facebook, holding and jerk off to that. Is that correct? Right, right. No throwback Thursday jerk offs. I'm Good. talking about model shots. All right, all and right. model shots. <laughs> all right, only. so I see a picture of Kelly now, uh, but it was when she was 16. Even though I fucked her when she was 16 and I was 16. I can't jerk off to that. I agree because it's a different experience, a different context, different context. So I gotta like close but my that's eyes. But weird. Into yes, I feel like you'll what see. What if I took pictures of her tits when I was having sex with her? How about that? That counts. <laughs> the judges rule. But he would get arrested for those tits, or wouldn't he? <laughs> no, it depends if it's stored locally on a hard drive. Uh, you know, it depends if it's on Dropbox, it's in the cloud kind of thing. I don't what know. if I masturbate to a cartoon character? Is that arrestable? It's totally cool. The cartoon okay, character cool. is fair. All right, let's move on. I, uh... <laughs> I lost my virginity to this girl I met at, at uh, Alyssa. She's an amazing woman. I wish I would have stayed with her longer, but oh. she was at a rival high school. We didn't see each other, and I needed a lot of attention like I still do in my life. I, too, did not wear a condom, mm -hmm. and it was like, it was like maybe I was in there for a second. Maybe. It was like a pump, maybe two, and then I was just a slew of apologies. Oh, and then, wow. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I came all over my For own. one pump? Maybe two pumps. Two yeah, pump chomps. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that happens. And then I was like, yeah, and then kid. like an hour later, I was like, well, can we try again? Can we try again? And she was just like, okay. And oh. she was really cool. She had dated. She was one of those like mature women. the second time or she went, another one pump? No, no. Time. It was like, like six pumps or something like that. I was like, I'm getting better. You were, though, <laughs> technically. Yeah. You but were. then after that, it was just like, um, you know, no holds bar. Yeah. yeah. And then it was great. But then we broke up uh, not that long after uh, because I think I was just, like, ashamed that I was just not very good at the sex. Yeah, you really can't keep it going with that first person. I mean, you know, it's yeah. like you yeah. got to meet somebody when you're already good at it. Yeah. Yeah. Now, this has been wonderful, uh, talking about sex and virginities and whatnot and getting all rock hard. Um, <laughs> but the topic is outcasts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would like to bring it back. And uh, let's talk about what advice or, or sort of things you would like to say to people that are young that are outcasts. Yes. Try and get a sense of humor. And yes. the number one. And yeah. a gun. 
What? Get it. I, I'm sorry. Semi-automatic, if possible. Impossible. That joke is now always too soon. Yeah, because yeah. it's a shooting on every so other many. day. Every week it's too soon. I know. Let me tell you, kids. Uh, the, if, if anybody's listening to this that are younger, that are thinking about hurting somebody, I'm going to tell you this, and that is when I was a kid and moving around a lot and very upset and parents that did not understand and people that could not understand constantly making fun of me, I did want to take my emotions out on other people. That's a very natural thing to happen. You want to take your emotions out on other people because your emotions are very strong. But just understand that a lot of other people are feeling that way and that it will get okay later on. You just have to keep living and then find what you love to do and keep doing it. Yeah, I swear yeah. to God, you will get better. Yeah, you mean, will. It will get better. And I know yeah. that there's a whole campaign saying it will get better, but I'm saying it now again. But it's completely <laughs> there, true. There, there, there's so yeah. much. There's so much life ahead of you. You know, like, so much. Like there's, there there are going to be the people who for, for whom high school was the best. Like oh, they did really good on a shitty like basketball team back in the day, and they'll think back to that forever because they they peaked. They fucking peaked. But you know, you're only what like 16, 17, 18 human beings they live till 100 you got so much life ahead of you you're gonna get away from these fucking people these fucking tormentors you've got so many opportunities there's so there's so much left for you that you can restart your life at 50 years old yeah that was yeah. the cool yeah. thing you can if you're 16 and you're not friends with anyone and you think you're fucked you can live for another 30 years and then all of a sudden you can be the most popular dude on earth. I felt like a pathetic fucking awful loser until sophomore year of college and then everything changed for me. Yeah. yeah. And literally my entire outlet. life changed in a day. Yeah. Like I be I became popular and cool or whatever popular is, but I I I started having fun with a bunch of people that I liked being around and it was, you know, things get more selective as you get older. You can choose your friends. In high school you're yeah. sort of forced to be in a ecosystem of people and you're sort of forced around all these people. But yeah. um, as you move forward, you can choose the people you want to be around. Yeah, everybody hates high school. Remember this. Even if they say this, the best time of their life, they are secretly saying to themselves, I hate myself. No one loves high school. I mean, no I one time. loves middle school. <laughs> <laughs> you had a great time? I had a great time in high school. <laughs> Fucking middle school blew ass. Yeah. yeah, I mean, everybody's got their like little bit I have a friend who said her best years were in middle school and I was just like man that makes me want to like die hearing yeah. that from you, you know that's what? so sad and you it's know like the easiest thing in the world is to just fucking be cool man if it's just like it's so easy to be cool it's so hard to be an asshole and mm -hmm. get upset at its shit and to make you outcasted and put away from people is so you know is to say that I don't like that. This is something I don't like this. I don't like that. If you could just like use your brain to find a way to like something, not force yourself, but find joy in transformers, you know, that maybe you like you can have a conversation with someone. Yeah. You know, and it's and that's that's what it, it's all it, social interaction. How tall and, was she, the girl you lost your virginity to? Was she leggy? Yeah, yeah, she was leggy. She was like <laughs> <laughs> But I wanna bring up what Amber said earlier though, is that the people that are making fun of you, the people that are making you feel like an outcast. And if you remember the definition of outcast, it is someone that is barred from society, right? And it's society doing this to you, right? The people that are pushing you out of society are the ones that are tormented the most. Absolutely. Try to remember that and try to find the people that they're tormenting as well. One of the things that I always liked was that I always found other little guys that I could hang out with as <laughs> yeah. well. And you just gotta find people, just the like Transformers. Boys. Yeah, you gotta find people that have common interest in you and use the internet. Use the internet to find people. I think one of the great examples that's happening today You shouldn't be an outcast that, anymore. Exactly. I think one of the great examples that's happening today is the transgender community it now has a voice in America, mm -hmm. has a voice in the world because now the internet and social media is allowing them to come together and to bond together in this way that's never been happened before. Well, so, but you also have, uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> you have internet bullying too. Though, you do have internet bullying, but yeah, like, but they but can those go are outcasts. 
<laughs> yeah. I mean, but there there are also like there are online outlets for that are bad, like for fortune. Well, not fortune, but like you know that fucking that uh, Santa Barbara shooter. He, you know, he went oh, to yeah. He was one pickup of the, artist website. Hey, he, he was at the pickup artist website for people who who didn't execute the quote air quotes here execute the system well enough and were complaining about how it was and it was even like more ugly and I feel like yeah. that's something you have to look out for like don't go to the internet for a fucking pity party you yeah. know I did that in high school I did I well. I was like part of like I did. I was on a teen poetry board. Uh, thank nice. God it's offline and like God, the computer you're such I wrote. An outcast. It. The computer I no, it was like oh, it was all bad. And I was listening to a lot of Olympus Kid and Corn back then. So oh, it was, I love like, it. It was really it, bad poetry. It, it was uh, it was really bad poetry. And thank God the computer I wrote it on exploded. So yeah, it's all gone. It's all gone. <laughs> You can choose the internet to do whatever you want, but choose it to seek out the things that you love yeah. and yeah. choose it to learn the things, whether you hate it or not, choose it to learn or love. Yeah. Can I just say, I tell my uh, high school self, um, it's not that the nice guy always loses out to the asshole. It's that the um, guy with no self-esteem always loses out to the guy with big confidence. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, I think that would be like the one thing I would That's tell to my fucking pathetic too. middle and high school self is that it's not that you're a nice guy and that the assholes always win. It's that you had no fucking confidence in yourself. Yeah. And if you just display a little bit of confidence in yourself and go out there and just be your fucking ass, you will get that sweet, sweet, delicious pussy. It'll be rollerblading <laughs> to your house in no time, yeah. brother. Yeah. It's, about, it's about finding your passion. Say you got fucking Asperger's and you are a social disaster. It's about finding your passion. Sure, you might not have friends, but find that thing you love, whether it be fucking poetry, like birds. Oh, no, poetry, poetry or birds, me. whatever, you know, whatever it is. Did they have to call it Asperger? Yeah, why the fuck would they do that? Because the guy who discovered it was named Asperger. Oh my, of course. You, you got you got to, you got to tell Mister. You got to tell tell Doctor yeah. Asperger like you know normally you know like Gehrig's disease and everything else we'd name normally we'd name it after you, but your last name is Asperger, bro. We can't. Yeah. You we know, can't. sometimes like what's you your look, first name? Yeah, like you might look Frank. a little weird, or Frank's you might disease. not be able to talk to people properly. But if you find your passion and you work hard at it, people will find you and they will be yeah. interested in what you do and you will be able to make friends through that avenue. Yeah. If you just, even if you just get a normal job at fucking McDonald's and you work hard, whether people make fun of you or not, they're going to want to work with you yeah. and be a part of you and put you on the schedule and they will eventually invite you out to their party. Whether you're able to fucking hang out or not or be like a cool person or not, people are still going to want you to be there just because they know they can trust you and they can rely on you absolutely people want to be around people they can trust and people they think are good people they do at the end of the day and it does take growing up to decide who are the assholes sort them out of your fucking life because you are a fucking winner do what you love do what you want to be be the person you want to be and you are a fucking winner and don't take any shit that's right, my friends. This is the Ride of the Valkyries, if you haven't heard it before. It's by Wagner. Expand Wagner. your mind. Listen Wagner. to some classical. Wagner, who gives a shit? I say Wagner because I'm a goddamn American. All right? And then, you know, you, so you find your passion, enjoy your life, and don't take shit from people that don't know any better than you. Yeah. Say you're, your passion's Beanie Babies. Be the best out of it. Don't let someone fucking take care of you and be yell at you and call you Beanie Baby Head. You fucking go out there and you buy those Beanie Babies and you meet other people who buy Beanie Babies because God damn it, they need friends too. But, but seriously, Beanie Babies are not a, a, a viable investment. Don't then, expect to make money on them. <laughs> if your last name's Asperger, don't go into science, please. Spare us all. Absolutely. Well, that already was an Asperger. You gotta get out. You gotta register a new name with the guild. Most importantly, learn to love yourself and learn to love others. Get out there. Be a better person. Find a friend. Get a dog. Who gives a shit? It's Get a okay second dog. Get a second dog. It's okay if you're embarrassed. There, We're all embarrassed. Get three cats. There is an art form for you. Enjoy it. Live your life. 
Was that a Rihanna sound or, or a Valkyrie sound? <laughs> this is the Live your life. signing out. I'm uh, Matt Larson at What Next Ed, Cena John at SJ Good, Amber Nelson at Amber Smelson, Holden McNeely, Holden and Ross Parsons. What's at your, Ross Parsons. At Ross Parsons. Your Keep it simple, baby. We love you. Enjoy your life. Love yourself. Vietnam rules. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.